Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. everybody y'all listening to the voice uh, come on dig me now a uh, one and only steve harvey got a radio show got a radio show and got something to say too man i thank god for it i thank god for my life i thank god for how in the midst of storms he calms me you know uh i was going through another uh trial in my life you know which is life is going to always be that you know it's a it's a <laughs> I think the the things that I say on the radio, I, I want you all to understand that I do so have to put them into practice all the time. And uh, I was going through something yesterday, and I don't know how long I'll be going through it, but I'll be fine however long. 
it takes because I, I have something, man. I'm going to share it with you. A lot of you got it. But I don't, I don't think sometimes we appreciate it until we have to use it. And, and that thing that we got is prayer. Prayer is available to every single person. Prayer is so important, man. It's so important. I'm, I'm not afraid to say it, though. It's so, so important to you because it's such a comfort. It's such an island that you can go to. I was going through something yesterday, and uh, somebody close to me knew about it, and they sent me something in the middle of it. And it said uh, simply that God does not guarantee us a life free from trouble, but he does promise to be our refuge in the midst of the storm. See, and that was so cool for me because, you know, oftentimes I'm on the radio and I'm talking. And, and, and I know you all think I'm talking to you, but like I said, oftentimes I'm just talking to myself, man, because I'm just like you. I'm just a human being trying to get through. I happen to come under attack, as does everybody else. I got trials and tribulations just like everybody else. So when I'm talking, I'm talking to myself a lot of times. And all of us are faced with things. But the beautiful thing, and one of the things I've always said, that on your way to success, there's going to be opposition. I've always said that the road to success is always under construction. I have always said these things. But I also have to hear these things. And I, even whoever I am and all of us, have to apply these things. And see, when I was sitting there going through it, man, somebody texted to me and just simply said that God does not guarantee us a life free from trouble. But he does promise to be our refuge in the midst of the storm. And you know, man, what prayer enables you to do is have just a little closer relationship with God. It allows you to form a barricade when necessary. It allows you to have a place to go when necessary. It provides you a place of shelter when it get real, real windy and real, real funky for you. When the bullets and arrows is flying, there's a place that you can tuck yourself. I always like to refer to it as under his wings. I like to get tucked under his wings when the bullets and arrows is flying. You know, I, I do realize, man, through my life, and I've been taught this over and over and over, Isaiah 43, 1 and 2, that someone to the effect that you can walk through the fire and you will not get burned, nor will kindling set upon your clothing. And what I learned from that scripture, y'all, was simply this, that if you do have this relationship with God, if you are, making an attempt to be righteous, trying to live your life to the best. You ain't stepping on nobody, trying to hurt nobody. You're giving God some glory. You're talking with him. You know, you're making some mistakes along the way, but you know what I'm saying. You ain't, you ain't just mailing it in. You are consciously trying to be a righteous person. Then there's a promise that he gives to you, that he would be there for you. Now, here's the promise. The promise says something just like this that you will be able to walk through the fire and not get burned, nor will kindling set upon your clothing. Now, what that means to me, my interpretation of it, real simple. Some things are going to happen to you. And when they happen to you, it's not his doing. When, when you come under attack, when, you, when, when, the, when the haters come for you, it, it's never his doing. But he going to walk with you, though, 
and allow you to walk through the fire and you will not get burned. That's amazing, man. Because I got a little fire going on right now. But guess what? They can't consume me with it. Because in their attempts to do what they do to you, to me, to anybody that's trying to go somewhere mind your business, in their attempts to do what they're setting out to do, here's a problem with that now. If you got God, if you use this little weapon of prayer that he gives you, he'll provide you a refuge. But he'll let you walk through the fire and you will not get burned. Now, the part where it talks about won't no kindling set upon your clothing, that's kind of like if, if, if you've been in a house that's been on fire before, you know. You can walk in and soot on the walls. It's a smell in the air. You can see the damage. I mean, a house that's been on fire until the repairs come, the restoration, you can walk in there and know that there's been a fire. Weeks later, after the house has been on fire, you can walk in because you can smell it. You can see the singe marks. But here's the difference. Houses, you know, I'm, I'm talking about just structural buildings. They, they don't have ongoing relationship with God. So I ain't talking about your temple or church or nothing, so please don't go there. I'm just telling you a fact. A house does not possess a soul. A person possesses a soul. So your relationship with God is, is, is where your refuge is. So now, here we go. When you have a little walk with God, when you got some faith in him, hear what happens to you, y'all. When they come for you, when they attack you, the part that it says you won't get burned, but the no kindling, that means when it's over, no kindling was set upon you. That'll be, there won't be no soot on you. There won't be no singe marks on you. You won't smell like you've been on fire. You won't even look like you've been nowhere near a fire. But the whole time, the fire was raging all around you. But there's a place that you can go when your life is on fire, when you come under attack. There's a spot. There's a spot if you know God. If, you, if you're just trying to be righteous, if you just go over there and get over there by him just a little bit, y'all. If you just send up some earnest prayers and, and pray it and mean what you say. There's a spot you can go that you can tuck under his wings. And you'll walk through the fire and you won't get burned. Now, here's the part, though. I want you to feel me now. It did not say in there that it would not get ungodly hot. <laughs> That's the cold part. Now. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Because what did I tell you that the dude uh, text me the other day? What did I just tell you? I just simply said, that God does not guarantee us a life free from trouble. But he does promise to be our refuge in the midst of the storm. Now, I'm in one right now, but I want you to understand something. When you come for me, you don't come from somebody that's standing over there by himself. I have a relationship with him. And I'm, I use continually on a daily basis more than three times a day, that beautiful little gift, that weapon of prayer that he's given to me. So while the storm is raging, I want everybody to know I'm just fine. I'm just, now, I'm uncomfortable. I don't like it. I do not like what happens to me. No more than you like what happens to you. But I got news for you, though. I'm so covered, and I stand there in that place of refuge, man, and I drank that up. And, man, today, I'm telling you, man, God's promises are true, that he'll be with you 
in the midst of a storm that he'll hold your hand. God's promises are true. All you got to do is lean on them. You feel me? Check it out. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, this the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is radio unlike any other. This is not planned, rehearsed, and oftentimes not even wanted. This real radio, what y'all doing today? (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Shirley? Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm pretty good, Carla. Good morning. What's up, crew? What's up, Junior? Morning, up. Fool, what's happening with you? After the morning after, what it hey, do? Hey, man, what you done bought lately? Let me hear something. Nothing, really. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, nothing, really. Junior, bought about... anything lately? Uh, yeah, Uncle, I bought a few suits. Mm-hmm. A few? Mm. Yeah, it went up, Shirley. Used to be one. I'm in there now. Give me that one and that one. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Two, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Got one for Friday and Saturday. Come on, boy. Come up and out. <laughs> I, I can't tell you what I'm trying to get next, though. You can What's that? With. What you're to this is going to be helicopter. In- interesting to us and our audience, or just yeah. you guys. No, this I is real a interesting. Helicopter. A helicopter. Yeah. What? Right. And just land where I want to land, you know, skip all the traffic. Okay, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. How much, how much you got for this helicopter? Well, that's just and do it. you know what type you want? Well, I've been looking. Okay. Uh, what's the number on it? I, it's a, you know, you know the numbers on helicopters. The same way you know I'm on on planes. No. Okay. No, I don't. I just know engines. Okay. How much was it? Let me ask you that. Two point three million. That sound reasonable? Yeah, that sound reasonable. But what I'm trying to figure out is. Come on, come what, on, boy. Come on, say what it. What is you going to do <laughs> with damn near a $2.5 million helicopter? Where you going? See, everywhere you got to go require uh-huh. more than that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let me ask you this here. Can a helicopter Houston to be L.A., a helicopter. Boy, you know how many times you got to land to gas up? <laughs> Well, see, that's what I don't know. I don't know nothing about the game. But I don't you, know how you far bought I can it go. first, though. Why didn't you I ask ain't bought it. I haven't bought it. I'm. Quiet, sure. But Tommy, where would you keep the helicopter? Thank you. In my backyard. I just said that. <laughs> and where? Where? What? In my backyard. Dog, yeah. how you gonna land a helicopter <laughs> in your backyard <laughs> with them wires back there? Oh man, stupid power wires. You stay out in the country. Y'all ain't got in ground cable. <laughs> Your stuff is on poles and wires. All that money and all these drones flying around. Okay, well, so you're saying that's a problem. I'm saying it's a problem. Uh, Do you know the area you need? You can't land it just right there on the H? (laughs) Oh, and you don't know what the H is for, do you? (laughs) What what is it for, for, How much you think a helipad costs? It's for land here. Right here. <laughs> hey, man, let's yeah, keep talking about this helicopter yeah. when we come back. Cause I got some, I want really All right, and we also it. want to find out how you guys' Valentine's Day went yesterday. I pulled it off, man. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll be back at 32 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Yeah. Hold on. We talking about helicopters yeah. before we left. Let me ask this fool. So, what Tommy, 2.3, what type of engine did you get? Uh, <laughs> you know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this uh This, this is the most important take... question. Do we care okay. about Okay. Yes, Shirley. It's a lot of people out there wondering why this fool is even looking at a two and a half million dollar app. A dog this, this is called a, a, a MI thirty eight medium transport helicopter. Medium That's transport helicopter. Yeah. How many seats in it? It's about six seats in there. I'd rather how many be how many engines? Two engines. So it's a twin engine. Yes, sir. Which is the only helicopter I'll get on. I mm-hmm. will not get on a helicopter that don't have twin engines. Because if one go out, I need this other one that at least set us down soft. <laughs> oh, when is the All-Star game? I'd rather it's watch Sunday. that. I'd Why? rather watch that. <laughs> Surely this, you this helicopter. need to yeah. learn stuff. Cause <laughs> this nobody cares, Steve. I, but listen to me. Yes, you what? do. Why this, we ladies, here? my father taught me a valuable lesson when I was growing up. Okay. He said, son. Listen to everybody when they talking. Even a fool. Listen to a fool. Because knowing what not to do is just as important as knowing what to do. This conversation is a what not to do <laughs> moment for everybody listening. We know that. We know not to buy a helicopter. And we he know not to listen it. to him. <laughs> All his cars is used, but he going to go buy a damn helicopter. <laughs> a brand new one. What's wrong with that? Tommy, that's like having that's like having a Bentley and you live in an apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With no car garage, rich. just a carport. Car rich, house poor. Yeah, mm-hmm. the priorities is a little bit out of place. Mm. Cause if you done bought a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar car, you most certainly should have bought a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar house. Which is a nice home. Mm-hmm. That don't make no sense to you, huh? Yeah, in the apartment, your rent. I just wanted a helicopter. That's all. And I didn't see no problem with me parking my helicopter in my backyard. On the H, it. which means here. <laughs> That's where you park it at, right here. <laughs> so you better hope the wind don't blow at all so you can just go straight up. Can we move on, please? All right, let's move on. What happened last night? That's what we want to hear about. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Tommy. Oh, Valentine. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm first? Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, boy. Your boy laid it out. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Well, let me you tell you something. something. Okay. I did do something. I cut out the middleman for Valentine. That's what I did. What do you mean by that? What? Okay, so like what this. Middleman? You know the restaurant Houston's? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, of course. Went to Houston's, uh-huh. picked up the spinach dip. That's what they known for. Right. Yeah. Got, uh-huh. got that. Uh-huh. Put okay. that in the car. Went to the Olive Garden, got that salad. Yeah. You understand? Okay. Put uh-huh. that in the car. You Red went to Lobster's. the Olive Garden. Okay. That's what he said. Yeah. That's the only thing. Got the salad. Went by Red Lobster, got them biscuits. Y'all know them biscuits good. Got that. Went by Papa Do's, got the crawfish biscuit. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm finna lay it out for it, but I'm putting all that in the car. Went by Popeye, got that red beans and rice. See, I got my sides all together. Your you see sides. what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Went to McDonald's. You, you done ran this two. little used car to death. <laughs> <laughs> Went, listen, listen to me now. Went to McDonald's, uh-huh. got me four hot apple turnovers. You understand? Nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, they're two, four dollars. Yeah. Got, got four uh-huh. of them. Threw them in the car. Cool. Now, Appetizer's picked up some fish. 
Uh-huh. Picked up some catfish. Oh, okay. Went in there and fried that thing from like bean rings. The, from, the, from the grocery store. Okay. Oh, okay. Brought all Couldn't that find home. Couldn't fast food that had that. <laughs> No. He was just, you could have got that at Popeye's. He was just at Popeye's. You could have got it at Popeye's. something else. And them hot-ass pies you buy, they ain't hot no more. <laughs> Not all this drive. But I done laid it out at the house now and put it on the plates like I made it myself. You see what I'm saying? Now, I ain't, I, I messed around and forgot some candles, but we had, I didn't have no candles, but we had some birthday candles there from the kids. Oh, laid God. them around the house. Burnt them. Set them on fire. You understand? Now, check this out. How long they stay lit? Yeah, how did they stand up without the cake? They they didn't. They were just laying around lit. (laughs) No, no, no. My son got some clay, though. I stuck it in there. I I had this thing playing. Now, watch this now. Music, (laughs) my my surround sound wasn't working, so I opened the door to the garage, Uh turned on the, uh, uh, the car, and let the let the radio run. And boy, let me tell you something. Had that music seeping through that garage though. You talking about romantic, boy? I laid it out for my worst baby last Valentine's night. Valentine's Day ever. My baby had a you Valentine's. You playing the music letter. from the garage on the car? Yes. Yeah. Leave that leave that door. Now that breeze coming through. Some That's of the why you had to get blown. a jump this morning. <laughs> Yeah, did the house burn down with all those candles? No, nah, the candles were safe, And shredded. the breeze. They in the clay, though. They nah, safe. They, but they the breeze, right. I had to keep lighting them, though, because the breeze from the garage kept coming yeah. through. But it, let yeah. me tell you something. Every time the air conditioning kicked on. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't, you don't have an Alexa, uh, Amazon, right. Echo. You don't have that in your house? I done lost the Alexa cord, so the battery down <laughs> on it. He got I, the, Alexa, the co- but Alexa quit talking to him. <laughs> Her last words were you. Too much stuff going on. You're stupid. My baby had a Valentine. I don't care what y'all say. Loser Valentine. Man, I put that. I put that red beans and rice in that in that microwave. Let me tell you something. You should have seen my baby face. Drove around with all these damn dishes on this girl's plate. I know in the car. She did ate from Popeyes, McDonald, Wendy. Our stomach was bad. Papa Doug. Papa Do's, Frosty. And then he got a he had a nerve to give us some bisque, something creamy. Yeah, Did you then, get us some Pepto Bismol? <laughs> <laughs> man, let me tell you something. I cut that middle man out and brought all that stuff oh home. Man, my baby enjoyed herself. Did you, what y'all talking about? Did you get some ice cream for the apple pies? Oh what? girl. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we already had Bluebell in there. Oh, oh. But okay. it was the little small ones that the kids had at one of the birthday parties. <laughs> Oh, the individual you can do that little cup, that little cup those, with that wooden I'm spoon. Almost, yeah. <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed to tell y'all mine. Why? Because it was off the chain. Because you can't exactly top this. That's why. Like you can't top what I didn't do. This was you the, will not be outdone, Tommy. Yeah. This was this was love. This you was the me? best worst Valentine's ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, coming up, more from the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news. But right now, it is time to go to the cheapest person I know, the nephew, would run that prank back. Lit. What? I'm giving your wife up for lit. I love this prank. Yeah. (laughs) And yesterday was Ash Wednesday. Yeah. 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 I'm giving your wife up for lit. Yeah, we hit it now. I'm getting your wife up for Lent, but as soon as Lent over. <laughs> You're going to get us all yeah. killed. <laughs> Run it. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to reach Dorsey. Yeah, this is he. Who is this? This Cliff, man. 
I work at the post office with your wife. How you doing, brother? I'm doing all right. Everything cool? Yeah, everything good, man. Everything good. Um, like I say, uh, my name is Cliff, man. I wanted to reach out and holler at you about a couple of things if you if you got a minute. You got a minute? Yeah, is everything all right with my wife? Is something wrong or something? No, 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 no. Your wife good, man. Your wife good. I wanted to hit you up, man. We've been working at the post office quite a while. We've probably been in the same room a few times, man. I don't know if you, you remember meeting me or not, but... Uh, oh, okay, okay. But what I wanted to say, man, is is uh, trying to do better with my life, dog. and You know, just just trying to do better. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for for Lent, man, I, I gave up a few things. You know what I'm saying? I, I just thought that would be a, a, a good thing, man, to try to... The, the things that matter the most... Uh, or that you're addicted to, you know, you want to get rid of. You know what I'm saying? At least for Lent is what I'm trying to do. You feel me? Okay, I'm kind of confused, but what they what they got to do with me? Well, basically, man, I'm 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 giving up for Lent. You know, I decided to give up uh, messing around with your wife. You know, because because. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, man. Hold on, man. I'm at work. I don't know what you talking about, but back up and rephrase everything you just said. Well, like I say, man, for Lent, I'm trying to I'm trying to give up stuff that I'm that I'm addicted to, you know. And I decided. Okay, but what that got to do with me and my wife, though, and you? Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to give up messing around with your wife for Lent. I mean, that's what I have given up. I've given up messing around with your wife for Lent. Man, what? The talking about man messing around with my wife man I ain't got no time for no games right now who the is this man like i what's say your, what's, your, what's your name again this is cliff man I, I actually worked with her for the last 10 12 years but but what i wanted to really let you know is you know her schedule probably gonna change because what we used to be doing we ain't doing so she probably gonna be coming home a little bit earlier or things like that but i, I don't want you getting addicted to it because you know after lynn is over then you know we'll be back what we used to do man what the is you talking about, man? Hold on, my, my wife's gonna be home in a minute. We're gonna talk about all this shit with me, man. I'm about to. Hold on, what? What? Are you? Are you in the city right now? Can I? Can I meet with you right now, Cliff? Right? Okay. Okay. But what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Well, like you I know, say, man, I'm trying to do better. You know, I'm, I gave up. You trying to do little... better? That sound like a bunch of to me. I got something for you and my wife. True. Okay. Okay. Okay, man. I mean, ain't you feeling me? Though I'm trying to do better, though. I ain't feeling the. Thing. You calling me, telling me my wife. I think we need to meet up and talk about this face to face, Cliff. What you think? I mean, we we can talk right now if you want to have a conversation. Nah, nah, nah. You just uh, tell me your address, and uh, me and my wife finna just come on over there. How about that? And we we all sit down and have a little powwow. I don't know who think you is, man, but me and my wife been together over 15 years, and we ain't never had no problems with no like this, like the. You telling me on this phone? It sounds like a bunch of crazy to me, but somebody net gonna today if this is true. So what you need to do, you need to tell me your name, your number, and I don't know why you call from this block phone number. You hear me? Hey man, I'm hearing you, man. I, what I'm saying, the reason for the call was to let you know, you know, don't get used to her schedule because after Lent, it's gonna be back to the way it used to be. That's all the phone call. Man, what the is you talking about? Well, get no, nah, no. Nah, well, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your last name, Cliff? I'm finna come find you. I'm finna come see you now, Jack. My name is Cliff. Like I say, I work at the, Cliff. And I work at the post office with. So. Okay. Well, how come you call from a block number, Cliff? What's your phone number, man? Hey, 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 man. Listen, I'm not trying to have no confrontation with you, man. It's already a confrontation.
you can call my phone from a block number. I don't know you. You don't know me. And you telling me you've been my wife. Are you serious? Did you know she was married? Well, I mean, what you mean? Did you know she was married? Yes or no? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I knew she was married. Okay. Well, there it is. You knew that from the jump. So that means you've been disrespecting me from the jump. So now I got to get in your now. You just been told off on yourself. So irregardless, I'm coming to see you today, Jack. Hey, and, and my name ain't Jack, man. My name Cliff. But you're not. Hey, I'm not. Okay, well, to look here, Cliff. Like I, I don't have no. Huh? I'm not trying to have no confrontation. I just wanted you to be aware of the schedule. Yeah. Okay. I'm definitely aware <laughs> now, Cliff. Who the hell is you, hey, man? Hey, man. Another thing, man. Is I want to say this here. Like I, I know, I know your tattoo on uh, your name on her lower back. I seen that. Uh, it say Dorsey what? right there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on, man. You telling me you didn't seen the tattoo on her back? Is that what you tell oh, me? On her lower back, man, right, 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 right on above her tailbone. Yeah, I seen it. Dorsey, your name Dorsey, right? Man, who the f is this, man? What's your real name? Hey, man, hey, dog, calm down, man. Are you are you cool with the now, schedule change? Calm down. You call my phone. Are you cool with the schedule changing? Is what I'm asking. What? Are you cool with her schedule changing? You see what I'm saying? Her schedule gonna come back to normal. Once Lent is over with, I gave up messing around with her for Lent, but not for him. I'm not cool with a thing. I'm about to be cool in your face in a minute. Now tell me your name, tell me your number, and your real address, and we're going to talk about all this in person. Okay. All right. What? What? My name. What's your name? My name Tommy, man. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Tell me what? I mean, I mean, why you need my last name? Because I'm finna come see you. What you mean, why I need your last name? Hold on, hold on. Somebody get Angie on the phone. Hey, hold on, don't go nowhere. We finna get Angie on the phone right now, and we gonna settle this right now. Hold on. Get on the phone. Call her. Call her. For real. Yeah. Tommy, who? What you scared of? Okay, man, they call me Nephew Tommy. Oh, who? My name Nephew Tommy <laughs> from Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> What? Oh, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> she done set me up, man. Man, your wife got me to prank call you, man. She touched you, said, I left, I just left the house. Call him now. Oh, <laughs> that's why I ain't answering the phone. <laughs> it was over for you, man. Y'all, come on, man. Y'all wrong for this, man. This need to be against the law, man. Hey, man, I got to ask you, baby, what's the baddest radio show in the land, man? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, <laughs> I guess. Y'all with me? No. Y'all ain't never gave up nothing? Y'all ain't never gave up a person for a period of time? Uh-uh. uh-uh. No, nobody's done that but you, man. I'm the only one. For only Lent? one. <laughs> you, you ain't never gave up people for Lent? You have to give up something for Lent, right? Right, but yeah. Okay, so what if... What have y'all given up? I'm about to give you up. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I've decided. I think that's what I was For Lent, you ain't my nephew. <laughs> For 40 days, Steve. I'd go longer than that. From now until Easter. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is going to be here. She's going to have today's national news and, and our Winter Olympics report. Get ready, Steve. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh my God! I mean, here we go you again. Know, here we, yeah, it's like this scene just keeps repeating itself. Now, 
um, out of uh, Parkland, Florida. Parkland, Florida is right next to Fort Lauderdale. It's near the um, Miami area in Broward County. Uh, yeah. Multiple deaths in a Florida school shooting there. Um, this is just horrible. It happened about 2.30 p.m. yesterday. Um, the shooting was at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland. Uh, like I said, it started about 2.30 Eastern time yesterday. Uh, the suspect, Nicholas Cruz, was a former student, former high school student there. Uh, he is in custody. We're happy to report that. Uh, but he's 19 years old. He's a former student there. Like I said, he had been expelled. And uh, he came. Oh, okay. He had been expelled. Yeah, he had been expelled. He came back to the school with an AR-15 rifle, an assault rifle, had multiple magazines. So he was there to do some serious damages. Again, if you haven't heard, and I'm sure you have, multiple deaths. This is just so sad. This is just so sad. When is it going to stop? I mean, the victims were students and adults. And, and, and as parents, surely it, everybody, Tommy, all of us, we're all parents. All Steve, parents. we're all parents. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? It's just, it's frightening to send your children to school. Yes. And I just, you have to pray for the families, the, the victims. This Absolutely. Is, Absolutely. How many, yeah. The laws, we have to change the laws, gun control. Yeah, I mean, and they said this kid had, uh, uh, he was wearing a gas mask. He had smoke grenades. I mean, where did he get all this stuff from? He's 19. Where did he, oh my God, this is just, I, I mean, I, I just feel so much for the parents and the loved ones of mm-hmm. uh, of these kids because you send your kids off to school to school. get an education. education. Who in their wildest dreams would think something like this would happen? A 19-year-old former student just goes up to the school and opens fire. fire. Opens fire. I mean. And and God bless our educators and the teachers that were there trying absolutely. to keep the students safe. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it, it, Steve, I'm just. Yeah, Steve. I'm, Jesus. Can you just imagine what they're going man. through? It's absolutely horrible. It's Horrific. horrible. Yes. And you know what? We got to do something. Yeah. Yes. We How do. many before we do something? Because right now, man, reacting to it ain't enough. It's too late. Yeah. I mean, hats off to the first responders and everything. Oh, I'm yes. not talking about that type of reaction. I'm talking about what we got to keep going through before somebody passes some bills to say, hey, man, we're going to slow this way down. Wow. Our damn problem is the Second Amendment that needs amending. Because we America. I don't understand how we keep doing this. Hold on, man. See, we so free. We we so free, we stupid. We stupid free. We one country that really, really need to pull back on some of the freedoms. Yeah. Yeah. No, because no. if you're telling me, if you're telling me, you're trying to tell me that these brave men and women that are over here fighting for our freedom is the freedom that your ass can walk in a gun and turn around and turn it on a bunch of people. That's what they over there for. Because like I think they'd all wild, come wild home west. if you told them that's what they was over there for. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But this I this Second do. Amendment needs adjusting. Yeah, it does. All right, Steve. Uh, Miss Ann is here, and um, I'm sure she has more details as well. Hey, folks, listen, we got a special news update. I'm going to let Miss Ann just go into it today. These are the news facts with Miss Ann. 
Thanks, Steve. Thanks, everybody out there. Good morning. And this is Andrew with the news. And yes, it has happened again. There was another tragic school shooting yesterday. And this time it took place in a high school just north of Miami, where 17 people were killed, students as well as adults. 15 others have been injured. Several, they say, are, are dealing with life-threatening injuries this morning. So that's still a critical situation. Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel says the suspect is a 19-year-old former student, an expelled student. Nicholas Cruz was the killer. Uh, he is in custody, and we've already began to uh, began to dissect his websites and the things that social media that he was on, and some of the things that have come to mind are very, very disturbing. Uh, Nicholas Cruz is to be in court later on this morning. There have now been 18, count them, 18 school shootings in this country this year, and this is only February. Federal law enforcement investigating the unauthorized attempt of a vehicle to enter the National Security Agency's campus at Fort Meade, Maryland yesterday. It is uh, so far not not believed to have been an act of terrorism, although there was an, a discharge of weapons and they think that someone may have been injured. They're still trying to figure out why and who these people were. But again, that was yesterday also at the NSA campus. The vetting process of the Trump White House has come under greater scrutiny now with the House Committee on Oversight investigating after the head of the FBI testified that the agency notified White, the White House months ago that its background check on former Staff Secretary Robert Porter revealed a history of domestic violence. The Republican chair of the committee, Trey Gowdy, tells CNN the situation is simple. The chronology is not favorable for the White House. When you have the head of the FBI saying, we told you three times in 2017 and once more in 2018 for good measure, um, then, then I think the really fair questions are, what were you told? By whom were you told it? Did you have some reason to question what the Bureau told you, and if none of that is true, why did you keep him on? Meanwhile, President Trump's been under fire for pleading for due process for his accused staff writer instead of focusing on the ex-wives he allegedly battered. So Trump changed that yesterday and made a definitive statement. I am totally opposed to domestic violence of any kind. Everyone knows that, and it almost wouldn't even have to be said. So now you hear it, but you all know it. And that's it. Meanwhile, the Senate's promised to pass an immigration bill before the March 5th deadline set by President Trump to be the end of the DACA program, which has protected the Dreamers, people brought here illegally as children, from deportation. Later today, Mitt Romney was expected to announce his plans to run for U.S. Senate in Utah, but he has postponed it out of respect for the shooting victims in Florida. And on a much lighter note, let's get it out of here and let's feel a little better. On this day after Valentine's Day, today is National Dump Your Significant Jerk Day. And don't you come back no more. We'll be back with more entertainment and today's trending topics at 20 minutes after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the NBA All-Star game is this weekend right here in Los Angeles at the Staples Center. But did you guys hear that Isaiah Thomas, Steve, has no love for LeBron? And he felt he talked down to him. Isaiah Thomas and LeBron James both seem quite relieved that they no longer have to call each other teammates. Recently on the Undisputed Sports Show on Fox Sports, sports analyst uh, Chris Broussard said he was told by a source close to Thomas that Isaiah genuinely, I'm talking genuinely, dislikes LeBron. Take a listen. I was talking to somebody yesterday close to Isaiah, and they said he has absolutely no love at all for LeBron. Like, this is real. Like, he doesn't, he felt like LeBron kind of talked down to him when he was there and so on and so forth. And when Isaiah first got there, they actually were hanging out a little bit and it was cool, but it soured pretty quickly. So, this is real. I don't like LeBron. (laughs) See, the problem here is 
Isaiah left Boston and complained. Isaiah then left Cleveland and complained. At one point in time, you got to be quiet and play ball. Because that's what you're paid to do. So you just got to do your job. Huh? Yeah, you're not a sports reporter. Mm-hmm. You yeah. ain't nobody paying you to analyze and make uh, <laughs> provocative comments. Right. You're not we pay a. you, put the ball in the hole, and check some damn body. Mm-hmm. Now, when he was here in Cleveland, he wasn't doing either. He wasn't putting the ball in the hole, and he wasn't checking nobody. But he wasn't checking nobody when he was in Boston. He's a prolific scorer is what the kid shooter. is. Shooter. He's a shooter. Yeah, but now he has to he has to understand, man, you can't go everywhere you go. You complain, and now just like the dude said, it ain't going to look good for free agent market. All you had to do was play your game, but you didn't. Now you got traded. You with the Lakers. Show us what you got. But one of the main things with playing with LeBron and the team that they had formed when they bought in, great players like Derrick Rose and great players like uh, Isaiah Thomas. You got to understand, those two guys on the teams they left from, they were the go-to guy. Derrick Rose was the man when he was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. IT was the man in Boston. You come to Cleveland, you ain't finna be the man. Yeah. You're not finna be it. Kevin Love we got the greatest the basketball player in the world playing here. Don't be. Steph Curry come to Cleveland, he ain't finna be the man. Huh? No. Really? I said no, no. he's oh, not okay. gonna be the man. Dur- Durant come to Cleveland. He ain't finna be the no. man. Okay. No, that's it. But you Period. don't want to be the Monique of basketball. Hello. Coming. <laughs> Coming. <laughs> LeBron got three rings. We'll be back at thirty-four after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Um, it, listen, if you're just waking up, uh, some very, very sad news out of Parkland, Florida. Uh, numerous deaths have been reported as a result of a school shooting there in uh, Parkland, Florida. Now, Parkland, Florida is right next to Fort Lauderdale. It's uh, near the Miami area in that Broward County area. Um, uh, a young man, a former student, uh, he was 19 years old. Uh, His name is Nicholas Cruz. He's a former student. He had been expelled from the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland. Um, And uh, he just went to the school and opened fire and just started shooting. Um, You know, such sad news to report. Uh, He had an AR-15 rifle. That is an assault rifle. He had multiple magazines. So he knew what he was coming to do when he, you know, left out with this rifle in his hand. Uh, Again, multiple deaths have been reported. The suspect is in custody. He was identified again as Nicholas Cruz, a former student who had been expelled. Uh, The name of the school is Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Broward County. Uh, Sheriff Scott Israel uh, is giving this report. Uh, The suspect was taken into custody about an hour after he left Stoneman Douglas after he committed this horrible, detestable act, uh, Israel said. Federal and local authorities um, said that there was no indication that the gunman had an accomplice or accomplices. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, you know, awful. It happened about 2.30 p.m. uh, yesterday uh, Eastern time in Florida. And this was on Valentine's Day. Day. Yes. This is horrible, Shirley. This is It it really, really is. I mean, you know, what these these kids, you know, now they have 
that image in their minds, what happened on Valentine's Day, you know. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're praying for them. We're praying, praying for the parents who lost their children, uh, other, um, you know, officials Educators, in the schools, the teachers, counselors, school all of it. Yes. yes. Um, security people at the school, because I think they said that there are some police cars on the campus, the school campus at all times. Um, Man, this is just horrible. I mean, as parents... Mm-hmm. You know, you all are out there listening. We're parents. We're sending our kids to school, dropping them off today yeah, as we is... speak. And our, our hearts are heavy right now. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, our children. Yeah. Gun control. What? When is it going to stop? How I know. Do, I know. When what, is enough enough? We don't really think about it a lot until something horrific like this happens, unfortunately. Take a listen. The laws to, have to be changed, they, though, Shirley. They absolutely do. They absolutely do. But it seems like it always falls on deaf ears. Uh, take a listen to an account of uh, a survivor of yesterday's tragedy. And our door was open, so uh, I went and closed it, and everybody went in the corner, and we turned off the lights and everything. We didn't, we didn't know what was happening. Like, we didn't know if it was real or a drill or something, like with blanks. But, yeah, we were, like, the closest room. We started seeing kids running fast. And then after that, I heard, like, six shots, like, like loud shots. And then after that, I started running with, like, 150 kids. We were just running through grass. There was swamp on our left. There was bushes. Wow. Our prayers and condolences go out to the parents and, and to the survivors. Yeah. When are we going to ever deal with this issue? Well, <laughs> too soon. Mm-hmm. It's actually too damn late. Yeah, yeah. See, mm-hmm. the people are already dead. Mm-hmm. See, yes. but there ain't none of your relatives laying over there, though. See? Yeah. See, yes. but there ain't none of your relatives laying over there, though. See, it was your mama or your daddy or your brother or your sister or your child laying over there. Oh, how, how would you be having this too soon conversation? Oh, it's easy, man, when it ain't your ass. See, that's what killed me about these people, man. It ain't ever they ass. They ass ain't ever been poor, so they don't know how poor people feel. They ain't never been oppressed, so they don't know how oppression feel. They don't. They ain't ever been shot for no damn reason, so they can't imagine that. They ain't buried their kids, or they ain't got to go visit their kids. They, they don't know what that is. They didn't know that. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. These people are out of touch. Yeah. It's too soon to talk about. Really? You tell have them to talk people. About it. Tell them the it's too soon. That's burying their loved ones. Jesus. That's making funeral arrangements right now. Yeah. Tell For them the it's too soon. Yeah. All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 43 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, our hearts are heavy this morning. Uh, Of course, we're in prayer. Our condolences going out to the families in Florida. But as usual, we know that laughter is is one of the best healers around. And uh, we're going to continue with the show. We're going to keep you informed. We have the strawberry letter coming up. The subject is, my husband moved in with his brother. But right now, the nephew's here with another prank phone call. Neff, what you got? Well, since it's February. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Uh-uh. <laughs> the just wait. Why can't he just okay, say wait? We'll just wait. Do you want it now? <laughs> yes! Yeah. Tell us. Yeah, we want it now. Well, here it is. Uh. Security booth, may I help you? Hey, uh, uh, this... Sir, can you this, speak up? I can barely hear you. 
Is this a, is this a security booth down by the uh, by the gate? Yes, sir. This security booth. Yeah, listen, man. It's some people uh, next door to me. They they keep. I'm hearing a bunch of scuffling and stuff going on, but I ain't. I, you know, I ain't really sure what's happening. I know. I know. I'm, oh, I heard okay. this lady scream or something, man. But I. I just. <sighs> okay, sir. If you could give us the unit number that. Uh, you're in. We could have somebody come right over there and check that out. Hello, sir. Sir. Um. Hello. <coughs> yep. Sir, are you hello? okay? Yeah, I, 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 uh, I got a, I got a sleeping disorder, man. So I, I been, oh, okay. Honestly, but I. I, 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 I the people ne- next door to me, man. They was, I mean, they was sitting there. I, I heard this lady scream, and I just didn't. I ain't want nobody to, you know, start nothing because I know they was arguing pretty, pretty heavily. And then I heard it. I know they must have been fighting because I, I heard some. I, 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 some I understand, scuffle. sir. Sir, what what unit are you in? <sighs> Hello, sir. Are you there? Hello. Hello. <coughs> Hello. Yes, I'm here. Are you okay? Is this you? You the security guy, right? Yes, sir. You called us about ten minutes ago, and we've been trying to find out what unit you're in. Well, yeah, man. These people up here, man. They they arguing, and I I be I'm hearing more people over there now, and they they fighting, man. I know I hear two two. It's gotta be two men in there fighting. This lady over there. Sir, sir, sir. I, I hate I to interrupt I, you, but I hear some if you could kids. just tell me the unit, the unit, sir. The I unit. hear some kids over there too. Sir, we need to know the unit so that we can come out and investigate. Hello? Hello? Sir? Hello? 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 Sir?
time he gets ready to tell me something, he falls asleep. Come here, come here, come here. He's got to get it. He falling asleep. Hey, man, come here. Dude, this guy is falling asleep on the phone. I can't get the unit out of him because he's falling asleep. Hello, sir? Hello, sir? Sir? Hey, man, I don't know what unit he's in. He falling asleep. Every time I ask him something, he falls asleep. He keeps telling me they over there fighting, but I don't hear him. I, he won't tell me the f***ing you. I don't talk. I don't know the you. What the f***? Would you wake your f*** up, please? Hey, I got a guy on the phone that he says that they keep hearing some screaming over his highest unit, but he's falling asleep. I don't can't get him on. Get him to tell me what the unit number is. Hey, dude, come here. Listen to this. Listen. Hello. I'm gonna need you to wake up, sir. Okay. Sir, could you please give me the unit? Well, I, I gotta ask you something. How come y'all all y'all do is just sit on y'all and watch cars come in and out that door instead of helping people that need help? Because need some... like you won't give us a unit number. You shut your up hollering at me. You need to do your damn job. You rent a cop. I'm a rent a cop. I'm a rent a cop. But your is a fall asleep. Would you just give me the unit number, please? I'll give you the number, the unit number. You ready for the unit number? Are you, li are you listening to me? Yes. This I'm listening is, to you, sir. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just uh -oh. got pranked by your co-worker. Uh -oh. <laughs> Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. Uh, this is not funny, man. This is not funny no, at all. No. Y'all got me out here walking around this complex looking for people hollering and screaming and and I and your sleepy falling asleep every 35 seconds, man. Y'all funny at all. Okay. Uh, let me ask, let me ask you something, man. What is what is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Wow. Why you, you know. say that, Steve? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Steve? Like, what? Minute, damn. So <laughs> make sure me and you ain't getting the same thing. Again, Steve, I blame you. I blame you. For what? Because you knew him when he was born. You knew him. You could have helped him no, no, somehow. No, 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 no. You helped Shirley. raise him. Surely. Yes. I did not know him when he was born. <laughs> yes, you I did. I told you, you this story. <laughs> What Somebody set this boy on our doorstep <laughs> in a box. That's how we man. met. I'm, I'm really, my sister had been trying to explain this boy to my daddy <laughs> for years. <laughs> we found out that he really was my sister's son, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then I just always looked at ain't nobody want him. That's how I figured out you leave a new baby on the damn porch. <laughs> Then he's stupid too. Lord help me. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. But what you gonna do? <laughs> I'm gonna keep pranking people. That's what I do. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, today's strawberry letter. Uh subject, my husband lives with my brother.
To those who've taken the 23andMe journey, you've explored your DNA and discovered what makes you, you. How your DNA health reports can tell what you're predisposed to for health and wellness like weight, caffeine consumption, and sleep quality. And how your ancestry reports share where your DNA is from worldwide. We all have a DNA story. Find yours. Order your kit at 23andMe.com slash Steve. 23andMe.com slash Steve. That's 23andMe.com slash Steve. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, it is time for today's Valentine's Day strawberry letter. Uh-huh. We're going to do one of Tommy's numbers. Valentine's Day was yesterday, but we're doing Valentine's Day strawberry letter today. If you're in a situation and you need some advice, all you have to do is go to steveharveyfm.com and submit your strawberry letter. And Steve and I might read your letter on the air. All right, let's go, Tommy. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. All right, subject, my husband lives with my brother. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have been married for five years, but my husband moved out three years ago and moved in with my brother. After he got into a big argument with my son, my son really didn't know my husband that well when we got married, and he thought that my husband was using me, so he didn't like him. My husband tried to come back home twice, and my husband and my son disrespected him both times, so he said he would never come back. Despite our living situation, my husband and I still do everything together. We make love all the time, we, um, but we have to go to hotels. My husband says that he loves me very much, and I love him as well, but years later, he still refuses to move back in. So I moved closer to my brother's house to make it more convenient for us to see each other. He and my son are doing a little better now. When they see each other, they speak and shake hands, but that's it. One of my husband's female friends told me that he talked about coming home soon. She knows him very well, so I got excited. But he said that another one of his female friends told him if he moves back home, she will never talk to him again. So he says to avoid conflict, He'll just stay where he is. I pray daily that he will change his mind. What can I do to get my husband back home where he belongs? Stephen Shirley, please help. You, you've got to be kidding me, right? <laughs> this, you've got to be kidding me. Tommy, are, are you pranking us right now? Seriously? Uh-uh, that ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> I mean, this, this is your husband, your house, your son. No one has any control over what's going on in your marriage but your son, who shouldn't even be at your house because if he's young and, or, or old enough or grown enough to, um, to, to disrespect your, your husband and fight him, then he should probably be on his own and out of your house. Now, your husband, on the other hand, uh, something is going on with him and his so-called female friends uh, because he's taking to what they're saying and uh, not listening to you, his wife. He'll just stay where he is because one of his female friends will never talk to him again. Okay, so what? <laughs> this is really crazy. So to avoid conflict, 
he'll just stay where he is. Yeah, he likes staying with your brother because he can come and go and do whatever he wants to do and then have you, his wife, on the side, convenient whenever he wants you. It, it's a perfect situation for him. You, as his wife, needs to um, set some boundaries, some rules. You, He either comes back or it's over. Why are you making it so easy for him? Why are you allowing him to do all these things? It's his son and it, it's your son and it's him. This is your life. What are you going to do? You need to talk to both of them. Steve, this is crazy. Yeah, um, this letter right here, <laughs> I agree with most of what you're saying, Shirley. Uh, but let me say this. First of all, the whole problem in this letter, the damn boy, <laughs> the son, <laughs> the hell he in charge of right. who stay where when he ain't paying for nothing. Now, unless your son is real big and your husband is little, <laughs> ain't no boy running me out no house. Right. Hello. Unless I took it as an opportunity to get out, which could be the case. Because you say your husband moved out three years ago, moved in with your brother. Now, he got in a big argument with your son. Your, you know, your son didn't know your husband that well when we got married. He thought my husband was using me, so he didn't like him. How old is this boy? That would help if I knew that. Yeah, she didn't put that in there. My husband tried to come back home twice. My son disrespected him both times. Mm. See, me and this son, we're going to work this out. Because what you're going to stop doing, little boy, is the disrespecting me thing. That's, what, that's the first thing. All right, so he, your husband said he would never, ever come back. He said he would never, ever come back. So here's, here's what the deal is. Your husband says he loves you very much, and you love him as well. But years later, he still refuses to move back in. So I moved closer to my brother's house. Oh, that's the solution. <laughs> You don't move in your brother's house. You just move closer to his house. That's smart. That's a marriage to make it more convenient for us to see each other. Now, he and my son, they're doing a little bit better when they see each other. They speak and shake hands. Okay, that's the start. But here's the problem, though. When you do see him, you go to hotels. So what the hell did you move closer to him for? And y'all still going to hotels. Why is your son running your life? <laughs> My next point of contention. Your husband mm. sure got a lot of female friends. Mm. Woo! And they got pulled too. Yeah. His female friends got more pulled than you. And you the wife. I have to share something with you. Your husband is a bachelor. <laughs> Seriously. Wait, what? <laughs> Your husband <laughs> is a bachelor. Right, should be the title of this letter. Uh-huh. My husband is a bachelor. Because he lived by himself. I'm just a bachelor. With your brother, who I bet you ain't married. 
And he can come and go like he please. And he got female friends. One of them has told him if he, she go back, if he go back to you, she won't talk to him no more. So you know what he decided? Uh-oh. She not going to talk to me no more? I got to stay in this brother's house. Yeah. Now, when we come back, I'm going to share another fact with you that no one has thrown out in this letter. Please, ma'am, be sitting down. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'll be right back <laughs> with some more unveiling of the letter. All right. You heard, Steve. We'll, be, we'll have part two of his response coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, get ready. In about 20 minutes, Sister Odell will be in the building. (laughs) But right now, uh, come on, Steve. Let's get your response to part two of the strawberry letter today. This woman married this man. Mm -hmm. This man don't get along with her son. Her son is in charge of her life and the house and everything. The man leaves. Every time he try to come back twice, the boy disrespect him. He leave again because the boy think he using him. So he moves in with your brother. You try to keep the relationship together. You move closer to your brother. But he got female friends telling him not to go back. He says he's coming back, but it's been years now. He still ain't back. And one of his girlfriends told him, if you go back, I'll never speak to you again. So to hold down confusion, he said he's going to stay where he is. Hmm. His, fr- you know, his female friends have more pull than his wife. Mm. The new name of this letter I've re-entitled it is, Your Husband is a Bachelor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, here's something we haven't explored in this letter. I need your undivided attention, please. I need everybody to take a seat. Your husband is seeing mm-hmm. your brother. God <laughs> Anybody thought of this right here? (laughs) Oh, no. Your husband and your brother, could they be seeing one another? I don't know this, but he sure likes staying with your brother more than he likes staying with you. Didn't we have a strawberry letter like this once upon a time? I yeah. don't know, <laughs> but I just wanted to throw that out there Wow! and put that in the mix. People think we make these letters up. No way. In the words of Bill Withers, mm-hmm. who is he and what is he to you? Mm. <laughs> My friends feel it's their appointed duty They keep trying to tell me that I ought to not let you just walk on me. My brother, he set me right down and he talked to me. And I'm sure he meant well. Yeah, but when our talk was through, I I, I said, brother, if you only knew you'd wish that you were in my shoes. Oh, you just keep on using me until you use me up. Now, he at your brother's house getting used up for real. Something is amiss in this letter. And I think it's your husband. All right, Steve, we got to go. You know that. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts 
on this strawberry letter from today at my girl Shirley. And please join me today at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook Live for the Strawberry Letter Live After Show. And, uh... Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. All right, Steve. And Fort Wayne, Indiana, our brand-new affiliate. Get ready for our girl from the talk. Come on, Steve. Cheryl Underwood. Steve, how in my main man? What's Listen to me now. Listen to me now. Hold on, I got I got to do my 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 thing. Don't forget Black Panther pre-screenings uh right now, right now, right now. Whole weekend all the way through President's Day on tap to go past 170 million, but we can put another 80 million on that and make it 250 million on the President's Day weekend and make this the fastest growing outselling First weekend movie and make it make history. I thought it already was. Well, they they say it's on tap for that, but I want to go beyond that. I really want to go to 250 million in the first weekend. Didn't you buy at a theater in LA? Yes, I did. And thank you to KJLH, LA MPHC, and Sigma Zeta Council, and everybody that works with me and for me that we could put together a screening over the promenade for uh, inner city youth can go see it. Mm-hmm. They can go see it for free, that's and big. they got mm-hmm. snacks, and they got mm-hmm. snacks, and that's going to be on Saturday. So we thank you for doing that, and everybody thank can you. still do that. That was amazing, and thank you, Steve Harvey, for giving me uh, the relationship with KJLH that I can do that in Steve Harvey Morning Show. Also, we'll be going to um, uh, North Carolina A and T and St. Augustine. You know, we taping our version of American Bandstand Soul Train, Cheryl Underwood's House Party, because we want to bring back the Saturday morning dance show, and we want to take it through HBC. So I thank you for that. But last but not least, I need y'all to pray for me that I grow stronger with the Lord. Ready? Yes. Okay. All right. So I had a problem with my TV. I'm not going to name the company, but then they were supposed to show up. I was 30 minutes ahead of the time they supposed to show up. Then they didn't show up. Ain't nobody called me. Ain't nothing happening. And uh-uh. then when I get on the phone, I get transferred somewhere. And I felt racism and bigotry. And I need y'all to lay hands on the radio and pray for me. I'm stronger uh-uh. with the Lord. And let me tell you what I heard. Let me tell you no, what I heard, Steve Harvey. Let me tell you what I heard. Ready? What? I heard that if you say to somebody, transfer me to someone in America, they have to send you backwards into America to get that customer service. I ain't going to name really? the company. So I'm not what is name... we fitting to boycott Spectrum? No, no, we ain't boycotting nobody, Steve. <laughs> boycotting is the strongest thing we can use. When we come to you for a boycott, it's really, really serious. I'm just saying I stumbled. I felt mm-hmm. racism and bigotry. And I'm, I'm, I stumble for that. And I don't want to be an unloving person and people use this against me. So what I'm saying is get your customer service together yes. and stop playing games. And when I'm supposed to be there and I'm there and you don't show up, then we got a problem. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't Netflix, though. It wasn't Netflix. Well, I, I took off work. See, Listen, people got to take yeah. off work. Speak, That's right. That's Speak. right. It's like... People that took off work and you give them that window. I don't like yes. the damn window. That's right. Mm-hmm. I That's bought a refrigerator right. one time and I had to take off work. They That's said right. the refrigerator be that between 10 and 2. That's right. 3.30 yeah, right. wasn't no damn refrigerator. Now I got Speak. all this meat out here on this table. Yeah. <laughs> you right. We got to get some damn refrigerator. I got this meat that's going bad. Been out since 9. Speak, see. Talk. The meat been out since nine. You, you right. Unthaw it and pack it up back up. That's in right. We you, gotta go. Steve. You can't Come unthaw on. it. You right. Damn Steve. meat sitting out here. Your ass ain't here. You <laughs> back my refrigerator. Thank you, Cheryl. As always, beef. we love you. We'll see Boy, you. We this meat. We'll see you at the movies. Uh, All right. Love you, Cheryl. <laughs> All right. Coming up in about ten minutes. Uh, 
Our news director, Miss Ann Tripp, will be here to talk about this uh, horrific uh, Parkland, Florida school shooting. And you know what else we have to talk about? We have to talk about gun control. All that coming up in about 10 minutes. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go again. Who would think we would be at the same place yet again? I remember President Obama saying this exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been another school shooting in uh, Florida this time, a high school shooting in Parkland, Florida. That's right next to Fort Lauderdale near the Miami area in Broward County. Uh Oh, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. This happened yesterday on Valentine's Day, about 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. Um, A young man, a former student uh, who had been expelled, 19 years old, went to the school and uh, just started shooting, just started shooting. I I mean, yeah, this is unbelievable. Yeah, his name is uh, Nicholas Cruz. Like I said, he was a former student at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland. Um, he is in custody right now. He is in custody. That That is a good thing. But we have got to talk about gun control. We have got to get... And we can't just talk about it when things happen. We have to talk about it in those off times. Because we don't want this to keep coming up. We always arrive at the same spot. We've yeah. got to talk about gun, gun control. We have to do something about this. Um, multiple deaths uh, at a Florida high school in Parkland, Florida. Children. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's so sad. Suspect Nicholas Cruz, a former student, uh, is in custody. Parkland, Florida, uh, near the Fort Lauderdale, Miami area in Broward County. Well, the NRA is only strong not because of the amount of money they make, but the amount of money that they give to political campaign and lobbyists. They give a tremendous amount of money to them. That way, they control what the gun laws are. Now, until these politicians who accept money from this group decides that people's lives and the community is more important than their particular lifestyle or desire to be senator or congressman, it's not going to change. And that, my dear friends, is the sad part of about it because that's their way to their life ambition in politics. So they're going to keep taking this money. I don't see how we can put a stop to this because these people know good and hell well we need gun laws. They know it, but the NRA wants to keep record arms sales. They make money every time a gun is sold. Every time a gun is traded, somebody got to come get a new one. They make money like that. So now here they come. Now all these people sitting here, man, just making money off the NRA sales of guns. They give them to the politicians. And these people are so gutless and hide behind this hidden money to act like, well, we just going, it's America, it's the Second Amendment, Amendment. Yeah. that you have a right to bear arms. Everybody don't need no damn gun, and the dude in Vegas shouldn't have had none. Nope. No. Nope. Them boys at Columbine shouldn't have had one. Sandy Hook nope. shouldn't have had one. Well, that's right. Steve. Orlando at that club. Orlando. Yeah. Shouldn't have had one. So now while we sitting up here saying every American got the right, every American don't have the right. You must be crazy, man. Because you don't have to go through any type of psychological 
uh, tests Mental. or anything. Yeah. yeah. Let his nut with all these damn yeah. guns. Something wrong with him. Mm. Killed all these people. Yeah, but we still steady sitting up here talking about this amendment we got. See, they make amendments when they can't get around it no more. But because the Constitution is meant, it don't mean the people is right. Everyone in this country has an inalienable right to the pursuit of happiness. Unless you black driving a car. Mm-hmm. Come on, tell the what? truth. <laughs> so now, here we go again. Now, we got, now who, who else got to die? See, How many? How many people have to die? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. If not now, when? No, because we the ones over here making money off of it. All ladies right, and gentlemen, Steve. she's here, and uh, I'm going to be quiet for a minute and just hear what she has to say. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. This is Ann Tripp with a special report for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yes, it has happened again. Another tragic school shooting yesterday, this time in a high school just north of Miami. 17 people were killed, students as well as adults, 15 others injured, several with life-threatening injuries, and it was, of course, a horror. Oh, Oh my God. This is a, a catastrophic, uh, an unbelievably catastrophic day in Broward County history. It's devastating. I'm sick to my stomach. I'm just relieved that he's, he's okay. Tired. Yes. Yes. I'm coming out to the east side with the casualty and ambulance standing by a critical casualty. One of my friends who got out the one of the windows, when he was running over here to go to his mom, for, um, he looked all shaken and stuff. And he said he did see two dead bodies. This parent spoke to police. She was sending us texts, like saying, I love you, I'm sorry, and all that, because she didn't think she was going to make it. The suspect, identified as Nicholas Cruz, is a former student. He was expelled, they say, from that particular school. They say that he recently had been expelled for disciplinary reasons and was enrolled elsewhere in the district. They say that Cruz was armed with an AR 15-style semi-automatic rifle with multiple magazines in his possession. Cruz was taken into custody off campus at about an hour after he committed the horrific, detestable act. Police say they're reviewing social media postings that they describe as very disturbing uh, from Cruz. They say that he said things like, I'm going to be a professional school shooter on one video site. All of the victims have been identified, but no identities have been made public until the families of all those affected have been notified. There have been now 18 school shootings so far this year in this country. Again, it's happened again, this time in Florida. Meanwhile, law enforcement officials from all over the country are speaking out against a federal bill that would make gun permits like license plates, allowing gun owners to travel from state to state carrying loaded weapons. It's called the Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act. It's already passed the House of Representatives. It has about 40 co-sponsors in the Senate. Of course, the National Rifle Association has been pushing it. Police departments in other cities like Baltimore also against the bill. However, President Trump is said to be in favor of it. This is the country we live in. This has been Ann Tripp with a special report from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Get ready, get ready, get ready. It's that time. It is reality update. All right, thank uh-huh. you, nephew. With me and Carly, right, Carly? Yes, Sister Odell, my thank partner, you, my ride or die. That's my girl. Sure is. All right. Go get him. Let's get them. All right, check this out, Sister Odell. Guys, we're going to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. So it's time to catch up on it. So much shade. You might need to put your sunglasses on, Shirley. Uh-huh. Who them heifers gets on my nerves? <laughs> <laughs> what is they doing now, Carly? 
Well, Kenya, your girl Kenya went to the doctor to get a pregnancy test because she was late with her cycle. And she said that she and her husband, they get busy all of the time. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure this out. Well, the well questions- you know, when it happens like that, I don't know what's going on. This young girls is so so delicate, you know, as women's is now, you know, so it could be anything. She could be pregnant. She could. Maybe she not. Well, maybe she, well, the doctor said her tests were inconclusive mm-hmm. at that moment. What is but, she, ain't they got these new things out? Ain't y'all got them uh, EPT uh, strips where you yes, urinate ma'am. on them? Yes, ma'am. And you can take a blood right. test as well, and she took both. So the doctor will. So what is she now? Well, in, inconclusive. That's what the doctor said in the episode ended. Inconclusive? So, yes. They have to wait for the lab work to come mm-hmm. back on the blood test. You can't get that immediate results right then and there. You have to wait to get that. Girl, back in the day, you knew the next morning if you was going to be pregnant. <laughs> oh, really? The very mm-hmm. next morning, you knew. Huh? Mm-hmm. It's how you feel. If you was dizzy in the head, you was finna have a baby. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for mm-hmm. that information, Sister Odell. And six-pack uh, kept you dizzy. Listen, (laughs) Mama Joyce, she called Portia for lunch. She wanted Portia and her daughter Candy to squash their beef. And Mama Joyce, she just basically asked Portia. They beefing? Well, you know, from last season, all of that drama and all those lies. Oh, that's right. Spilled over into this one? Yeah, well, Mama Joyce wants Candy and Portia to be friends, so she asked Portia, how did, how could you believe all that stuff that Phaedra said, all those lies? Mm-hmm. And Portia just basically said Phaedra was an attorney, and she See, was See, if I was one of them she... housewives, that's the one I'd want to be. Who? Portia. Which one? Oh, you like Portia? She's beautiful. Yeah, Thick she's beautiful. girl got something that they want. <laughs> I'd just be in there. I have all kind of houses and cars. <laughs> houses, I have houses, cars, and Africans. Africans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If the Africans buy your house in a minute. <laughs> yeah, they will because they want to stay here. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. For the right paperwork. Well, anyway, let's move on to this. I want oh, to ask Lord. you guys. You know, Donald Trump got you signing up for everything now. You got to try to stay here. You need the right paperwork, huh? Are you quite done? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Carly. I wanted you, to ask the fellas. You let her question. get on your segment. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm here to help. Yeah, she's here. Yeah, well, I want to ask you guys a question. So Cynthia went to this party, you know. Wait a minute. I was watching TV on CNN. Is Cedric got diabetes? Uh, Cedric I think oh, he he's just on the commercial. Cedric ain't got diabetes, do he? Would you focus on reality update? I just saw the commercial. Y'all ain't seen Cedric the Entertainer on the diabetic commercial? Yes. yes. He's eating cake on the Kings of Comedy (laughs) Tour. And he still got all his toes. Reality update. Focus, Sister Odell. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Carlos. All right, so here's the deal. Cynthia went to this party, and she went on a date. Cynthia. Cynthia. Now, remember, she used to be married to Peter. Beautiful Cynthia. Beautiful Cynthia the model. She used to be married to Peter. I be her, too. Yeah, and they got a divorce. Her and her husband Peter. Peter was the at the party. Who was the that? one looked like Tommy. You mean you're talking about Will? That's the one that kind of looks like Tommy. I was so stumped when you thought she could what be I'm one trying of these to ask ladies. The fellas on. was that Peter was at this party. Cynthia was upset that her ex-husband did not speak to her. He said that she was on a date and he wasn't ready to see his ex-wife on the date. 
So my question to the fella, Sister Odell, if you could go get Steve, the question is, <laughs> is I it a so rule that once you're my woman, you're always my woman? Is that a rule with no, you guys? No, that ain't uh-uh. no rule. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. But I do understand Peter. He wasn't ready to speak to her. She's on a date with a man. What is we over here talking for? You ain't want right. me. He said he still still had feelings for feelings her, too, Carla, her. right? So, yeah. yeah. He did say that. No, yeah. he was in the right for feeling that away some kind of way. He over here yeah. with this, she over here with this another man. Yeah, yeah. at the event. He's yeah, he just kept that. it 100 and, and just told his it's, ex-wife how he really felt. I'm going to tell you what can't happen. Your man can't be disrespectful to me at the party now. No, and that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think they that that did not happen. So I just want to get you guys your opinion on that. And then quickly on this girls trip situation, Cynthia put together the girls to go. You know they got to go on a trip to Barcelona, mm-hmm. Spain. Yes. And mm. Kim decided not to go mm-hmm. because she has health problems, and you know she was sick when she traveled from L.A. to Atlanta. She actually had a stroke, stroke on the flight, yeah. so she doesn't want to fly overseas. What the lady had a stroke. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I remember Jesus, that. Jesus, I didn't know that. Kim is the white girl. Yes, yes, ma'am. I didn't yes, know ma'am. that. Yeah, so the ladies were kind of mad uh, at her for that, and they were saying that they didn't want mad? her husband. She can't fly that far. If you get a stroke from Atlanta to L.A., what you want to get on the plane to go to Spain for? Right, that's why she wanted her husband to go with her because of her health issues. So the ladies were kind of mad at Kim for that, and they were saying that they didn't want her to bring her husband. So how do you, how do, what do you think, Shirley? Because that's kind of like girls trip, no guys allowed. You think the ladies were too harsh on Kim? (laughs) Shirley, don't be disrespectful, sister. I'm not Shirley, but watch this answer. (laughs) Go ahead, Shirley. (laughs) I think if she has health issues, she should have brought her husband or stayed. Yeah, you think she should have been okay. All right, Sister Odell. I don't think you can go to Spain with some health issues. Where you gonna land <laughs> if it go bad up there? You're over that water. So you think she should have been allowed to bring her husband as well? Uh, what he gonna do if it's time to land and you can't land in the water? Stay your ass at the house. <laughs> okay, you can't so make it go. to Spain. You barely made it to Atlanta. All right, you can hit me up on Lips by Carla. You can respond to my question. I want to hear from the fellas and the ladies. Was ladies too harsh on Kim? And what do you guys think about how Peter opened up to his ex-wife? We'll be back at 20 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Lent season, Lenten season began yesterday, and it's going to end on March 31st. So I got to ask you guys, are you giving up anything for Lent? It's 40 days. Um, anybody giving up anything? Uh, a lot of people mm. give up TVs. Uh, I have friends that gave up TV. social media. Social media. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Uh-huh. Uh, some people give up meat. They become vegans for 40 days. Alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah. Sugar. Yeah. You know, yeah. I guess I'll go ahead and give up lying. That'd be L-Y-I-N-G, good. lying. Oh, mm-hmm. oh really? Hell, I'm yeah. I'm get that up. <laughs> Are you going to give... So well, you, I need to, because you... some people I just don't... I need I need to tell the truth to. Oh. No. <laughs> like who? Some you know people just got to get lied. There's no <laughs> way I can tell the truth. You guys are polar days. opposites on that. Wait, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way I can tell the truth for 40 straight days. Yeah, I'm going to have to <laughs> Well, I'm just going to do it. Uh, this whole empire crumble. <laughs> Y'all going to do it, huh? Because there's people like, Somebody you know, get I said it was cute. I really going to have to take that back. Why not just say anything? Why do you have to say anything? No, they need to know. Because <laughs> I said they was cute. So, you know, like, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Now they, now they they moving in closer for kisses and stuff. <laughs> Mm-hmm. At least you don't sit your ugly behind back some. I mean, come on now. I know what I said before, but this is really. I'm just don't give up lying. No. We, we no. Talk a lot I'm not going to give up lying. Ugly on this show. 
What, why won't you give it up, Steve, just for oh, 40 you know, days? I'm giving up line for 40 days. Uh, How many days is it? 40. Yeah, no. What the hell am I going to tell them tomorrow? From now until <laughs> Easter. Oh, day two? Day two. <laughs> <laughs> give up line. I'm giving, I got to give it up. Damn near the core. You got to be kidding me. Had yeah, relationship. That's just 40 core. days, huh? That's at the core of damn near all my relationships. <laughs> Can you lie to us, Steve? Yes. Hell yeah. What? What, what did you? What's well, the last yeah, thing you lied to yeah. us about? Last like, lie to Tommy. To what's the last lie you told Tommy? Oh, last lie I told Tommy that I wanted to marry him. <laughs> that, was, that was a lie. I ain't, I ain't picked up the call. I ain't returned no call. He ain't lying. You ain't even say anything, Tommy. That I wanted to marry him. I won't even bring it back to y'all. Now, what a minute. He fifty. Steve, you're a businessman. You you have an empire, like you said earlier. Maybe he wants I to would get some to advice. Him. I really would mentor him. He, he just don't want it, Shirley. He ain't called. Shirley, I done called. He ain't picked up. Somebody's lying right now. Shirley. He lying. Shirley. He lying. We yes. on the radio every single day. Uh-huh. Have you heard him ask me anything? No, but uh-huh. I thought it was because he didn't want okay. it to be on the radio anymore. Okay, cool. But have Shirley. you have you heard him ask me, Unc, are we meeting today? No. Unk, don't forget we got an appointment today. Unc. I'm having trouble getting hold of your assistant to get an appointment. Have you heard any of that? No, but on the other hand, I have heard Junior say it several times. And yeah. Junior, haven't we met? Yeah, we met yesterday. Didn't we met the other day? We just met that day. You yeah. asked me for some time, I gave it to you. Yeah. If you don't ask me for some time, I think you don't want it. He keep his word. Bam! Early. Yes, Tommy, I want to hear your side. Lying right now. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's, uh, that's and what got I feel. Junior lying. No, no, I'm serious. Tommy, now you ain't going to like <laughs> the introduction. He didn't talk Junior how to lie. <laughs> I, I just gave up lying. I Tommy, I'm telling the truth. You yes. might have gave it up, but you've been lying with him. Uh-huh. I'm not lying now. Ask Tommy uh-huh. what appointment ask he has scheduled with me, and I told him no. Ask him. Okay, why can't you ask him? Okay, Tommy, your uncle wants to know what appointment have you scheduled with him? I called. I called the young man I needed to call. He told me. He told me, Mister H, gonna let me know when he gonna get with you. Why don't you just call your uncle directly? You have to call, and he didn't take the call several times. Somebody's lying, and we're gonna get to the bottom of it when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh my God! I mean, here we go again. Here we, yeah. It's like this scene just keeps repeating itself. Now, um, out of uh, Parkland, Florida. Parkland, Florida is right next to Fort Lauderdale. It's near the um, Miami area in Broward County. Uh, Multiple deaths in a Florida school shooting there. This is just horrible. It happened about 2.30 p.m. yesterday. Um, The shooting was at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland. Uh, Like I said, it started about 2.30 Eastern time yesterday. Uh, The suspect, Nicholas Cruz, was a former student, former high school student there. Uh, He is in custody. We're happy to report that. Uh, But he's 19 years old. He's a former student there. Like I said, he had been expelled. And uh, he came. Oh, okay. He had been expelled. Yeah, he had been expelled. He came back to the school with an AR-15 rifle, an assault rifle, had multiple magazines. So he was there to do some serious damages. Again, if you haven't heard, and I'm sure you have, multiple deaths. This is just so sad. This is just so sad. 
when is it going to stop? I mean, the victims were students and adults, and and, and as parents, surely everybody, Tommy, all of us, we're all parents. All Steve, parents. we're all parents. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? It's just it's frightening to send your children to school. Yes, and I just you have to pray for the families, the the victims. This absolutely, is, absolutely. How many, yeah. The laws. We have to change the laws. Yeah, I, I mean, and the, they said this kid had, uh, uh, he was wearing a gas mask. He had smoke grenades. I mean, where did he get all this stuff from? He's 19. Where did he, oh my God, this is just, I, I mean, I, I just feel so much for the parents and the loved ones uh, of mm-hmm. uh, of these kids because you send your kids off to school to get school. an education. Who in their wildest dreams would think something like this would happen? A 19-year-old former student just goes up to the school and opens fire. Opens fire. I mean. And and God bless our educators and the teachers that were there trying to keep the students safe. Mm -hmm. uh, Steve. Yeah. Steve. Jesus. Can you just imagine? What it's they're horrible, going man. through. It's absolutely horrible. It's Horrific. horrible. Yes. And you know what? We got to do something. Yeah. Yes. We How do. many before we do something? Because right now, man, reacting to it ain't enough. It's too late. Yeah. I mean, hats off to the first responders and everything. Oh, I'm yes. not talking about that type of reaction. I'm talking about what we got to keep going through before somebody passes some bills to say, hey, man, we're going to slow this way down. Our damn problem is the Second Amendment that needs amending. Because we America. I don't understand how we keep doing this. We so free, we stupid. We stupid free. We one country that really need to pull back on some of the freedoms. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're telling me that these brave men and women that are over here fighting for our freedom is the freedom that your ass can walk in a gun and turn around and turn it on a bunch of people. That's what they over there for. Because like I think they'd all wild, come wild home west. if you told them that's what they was over there for. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But this this Second do. Amendment needs adjusting. Yeah, it does. All right, uh, coming up, Steve Harvey has special closing remarks. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Last break of the day. Uh, wow, just one more thing. A lot of things going on today. A lot of things going on in the world. And the gunman who killed at least so many people. I mean, oh, golly. Uh, anyway, I don't even... I mean, can you just imagine, you know, what those people must have gone through, what they're going man. through? It's absolutely horrible. It's Horrific. horrible. Yes. And you know what? We got to do something. Yeah. Yes, we do. How many before we do something... Because right now, man, reacting to it ain't enough. It's too late. Yeah. I mean, hats off to the first responders and everything. Oh, I'm yes. not talking about that type of reaction. I'm talking about what we got to keep going through before somebody passes some bills to say, hey, man, we're going to slow this way down. Wow. Our damn problem is the Second Amendment that needs amending. I don't understand how we keep doing this. Hold on, man. See, 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 we so free. We so free, we stupid. We stupid free. We one country that really need to pull back on some of the freedoms. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But this I this Second do. Amendment needs adjusting. Come on, we gotta go.
Contest, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 